Monday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Kia ora, John. Kia ora, Koto. And on today's political roundup, accusations that China trying to silence New Zealand academics and transgender rights issue heats up. Now, China expert Professor Anne-Marie Brady has faced an ongoing campaign of harassment. The New Zealand academic has had her house and office broken into, as well as her car tampered. The series of threats and intimidations against Brady are presumed to be linked to her research on the Chinese state. Brady has been highly critical of China, with claims that the Asian nation has a broad campaign to shape New Zealand policy. Now, a group of academics and civil society figures have called for the government to take action to safeguard academic freedoms and the safety of Anne-Marie Brady. And in response, Jacinda Ardern says she will absolutely defend academic freedom and would act if there was any evidence that China was trying to silence Professor Anne-Marie Brady. The police are currently carrying out an investigation into the burglaries of the home and office of the professor. Now, why hasn't there been more outrage on the ongoing campaign of harassment against Professor Bradley? And why is the New Zealand government acting so cautiously over the allegations that the Chinese state is acting to intimidate a New Zealand academic? Largely, this can be seen as a result of the importance of economic ties between China and New Zealand. The last thing that the government wants is a spat to erupt between our nation and China, and such a spat could have serious ramifications for New Zealand's economy. Also, the lack of outrage and discussion by other academics, by media spokespeople and political commentators does also come down to a fear of stoking xenophobia. New Zealand has a long history of Sinophobia, that is an irrational fear of China and of Chinese people. Therefore, we should absolutely be careful when discussing Chinese state interference in New Zealand. Nonetheless, the fact that a New Zealand academic is facing ongoing harassment because of her academic research should be of high concern. A state power acting to stifle academic freedom is unacceptable, and it doesn't matter who that state power is. Next, transgender rights issues heat up. Trade union leader Mike Tran has been accused of stoking up discrimination against transgender people. The Unite Union leader faced an onslaught of criticisms yesterday after he retweeted an article with the title, Trans Ideology is Bollocks. The article was on a New Zealand left-wing blog site. The Unite Union reportedly went into crisis mode yesterday after Mike Treen was labelled as transphobic by a number of left-wing queer and union activists, and apparently the tops in the CTU weren't too happy either. Transgender rights has become a hot topic in New Zealand, and the issue has been at the centre of the debate around next year's Pride Parade, where cots and uniforms have been banned. The ban was put in place partly due to accusations of police harassment towards the transgender community. The debate over transgender rights, surprisingly, is not along left versus right lines or conservative versus liberal lines. In fact, a small group of feminists and leftists have pushed a campaign against what they label as transgender ideology. Feminists who specifically campaign against the idea that transgender women should have 
should not have their identities accepted are often labelled as terse or trans-exclusionary radical feminists. However, many radical feminists find this term offensive. Veteran women's rights campaigner and academic Jermaine Greer is perhaps the most well-known feminist critic of the campaign for transgender rights. She argues that transgender women are in fact men and that they are appropriating a woman's identity. This debate of transgender rights and of TERFs has even been taken up by Labour MP Louisa Wall. Louisa Wall has said that TERFs aren't welcome at the Pride Parade. The specific group Wall has been talking about this week is Speak Up For Women. This group claims they are not anti-transgender, but they just want to protect women's rights. However, the language used by opponents of transgender rights goes beyond a civil debate over identity and rights, and more often than not acts to ostracise and further marginalise the transgender community. So in my opinion, not on. And that's your political roundup for today. With you there, John. With you there, my friend. For sure. All right, hey, thank you. Good to see you again. That's okay. And I hope the moving house went okay. Oh, yeah, my back's a bit, bit baggered. Mm. Bit stuffed. I'll no, be right. Got to be careful of your back. That's right, that's right. You're a tender young age. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Things take so long to heal these days. All right, thank you very much. I'll see you again tomorrow morning. For sure.